Hi, I'm Rob Gore, and you're listening to Enjoying the Goodness of God. Chapter 12, Redeeming the Time. The scripture says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgives all your iniquities, who heals all your diseases, who redeems your life from destruction, who crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies. Psalms 103, verses 2 through 4. I was gloriously born again the evening of February 15, 1981. I was filled with joy, but there was one subject I was not excited about. I did not want to go back to college. I thought there were plenty of reasons to not go back to college. It cost a lot of money. I would have to work and go to college part-time. Besides, I needed Jesus, not college, and Jesus was coming back very soon. And with God, all things are possible. Why didn't that include going back to college? And of course, because I was almost 25 years old, I was way too old to go back to college. Stop laughing. Just because I received the grace of salvation did not mean that my elevator went all the way to the top. Every year, Tony would encourage me to go back to college. She would always say, four years are going to pass anyway. In October of 1983, Tony and I were married. Tony's dad had taught me to design jewelry, and I was making good money. Yet Tony would still encourage me to go back to college, saying, four years are going to pass anyway. Then in 1985, everything changed. I wanted and needed to have a better job. But this time, when Tony encouraged me to go back to college, she said, you would be finished with college now if you had started four years ago. I was slain to the core. I knew it was true. I had successfully completed one full semester at the University of Houston in 1976 and was just starting my second semester when my mother was diagnosed with a brain tumor. I left school that day and never withdrew from my classes. And though I later completed two classes at North Harris County College, my current grade point average was a whopping 1.9 out of 4. But the real problem was just that I was afraid of going back to school and failing again. My mind went back to my junior year of high school when I spoke to a high-ranking officer in the Air Force about my hope of securing a nomination to the Air Force Academy. Though I had an excellent shot at the nomination, I balked when the officer told me that he would own me for the next 11 years of my life. Now, as I imagined the joy of flying jets, I wondered if I could handle the rigor of basic training. Then my sister-in-law, Gloria Davison, said to me, if you're willing to go into the military and be told what to do every day of your life, why won't you just go back to school? The next morning, in September 1985, I was standing in the registration office at Sam Houston State University in Huntsville, Texas. It was two weeks after the last day of registration. I begged to be admitted for the semester. One quick look at my grades, and I was immediately denied. I appealed to the dean of the college. The dean's office said he would not be able to see me for a few hours. So I sat in the lobby and waited. Eventually, I was able to meet with him and make my appeal. He told me that I was two weeks too late. I told him that I needed to go to school. He told me I was two weeks too late. 
I told him I was finally ready to go back to college, and he told me I was two weeks too late. And I told him, I am not two weeks too late. I am nine years too late. Please let me go to school. He smiled at me and told me that I would have to get permission from each professor before I could register for class. By late evening, I had registered for 12 hours of classes with four professors. My calculus professor told me that my first test was in two days. I made an A in that class. With God's grace, I was able to complete my four years of college in three years. I graduated magna cum laude in August 1988 with a Bachelor of Science degree in Computing Science and a minor in Mathematics with a 3.6 cumulative grade point average. I was also selected as the Sam Houston State University Junior Computer Scientist of the Year. God also gave me the strength to work the entire time I went to school. On my last regular day of school, I went back to the dean and thanked him for having mercy on me and allowing me to go back to college. Two days later, I started working for IBM in Austin, Texas, where I was blessed to work with some of the finest people I've ever known. God exceedingly blessed me at IBM, giving me favor, wisdom, and witty inventions that were so obviously from him. One day in 1994, I was made aware that IBM was potentially about to lose a major opportunity with British Telecom. I do not remember how, but somehow I knew what needed to be changed in our AIX operating system for us to win. So I went to my second line manager's office and told him what needed to be done to win the British Telecom business. What I did not know was that very morning my second line manager had been in a meeting with the director of software development for IBM Austin. The meeting was about how to win and not lose the British telecom business opportunity. So when I finished my little speech, he marched me across the street to headquarters without even saying a word. He took me straight into the director's office and told me to tell the director exactly what I had just told him. After I completed my little speech, the director walked up to his whiteboard and showed me the names of several telecoms that were under a heading called Critical Situations. He looked directly into my eyes, took an eraser, and erased all the names of the telecoms that were on that whiteboard. He then turned and asked me, Is there anything you do not understand? I was shocked. I said, you do not want to see the names of those telecoms on your critical situation list again. He smiled and directed that I was to be moved immediately into my own office on the top floor of headquarters and report directly to him. All I could say was, look what the Lord has done. A few days later, one of the managers on the executive staff came to speak with me. He did not do anything wrong but I think it really bothered him that I had been assigned to the director's staff. As he interrogated me, it became obvious to both of us that I did not have the proper qualifications to be at that level. He kept stressing that it is impossible for me to be on the director's staff when I had only worked for IBM for six years. For about an hour, he explained why it required at least 15 years of service to have the privileges and salary 
I now possessed. When he left, it occurred to me that six years at IBM plus my nine years of disobedience equaled 15 years. It seemed the glory of God came in my office. God showed me that he had redeemed my nine years of disobedience. By his mercy and grace, he had placed me where I would have been if I had done what I was supposed to do in the first place. That manager was not wrong. In the natural, it was impossible for me to have that job. The mercy and grace of God had redeemed my past. Do not hold on to the sorrow of your past. Do not regret your lost time and missed opportunities with loved ones. Look to his grace. He can do the impossible. Jesus will restore the years that were stolen from you, even if it was your fault. Do not be afraid to do what the Holy Spirit is leading you to do. Whatever he is leading you to do, there is a miracle waiting for you if you will trust him and do it. Do not be afraid of performance evaluations, job interviews, and taking chances. If God is leading you, he has already qualified you. Do not be afraid. Jesus will give you supernatural favor. Step out of the boat and keep your eyes on Jesus. He loves redeeming the time. The scripture says, So I will restore to you the years that the swarming locust has eaten. You shall eat in plenty and be satisfied. And praise the name of the Lord your God, who has dealt wondrously with you. Then you shall know that I am in the midst of Israel. I am the Lord your God, and there is no other. My people shall never be put to shame. Joel chapter 2, verses 25 through 27. I hope you've enjoyed listening to Enjoying the Goodness of God. If you'd like more information about Rob Gore Ministries, just go to robgore.org. Remember, you are greatly blessed, highly favored, deeply loved, and totally protected by Jesus.